Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the WHLC podcast, also known as the Women's Healthy Living Club podcast. I'm your host, Darian. Thanks again. If you are a return listener, I freaking love you. Like, I will hope to meet you someday in person. I probably know you in person because I'm not like, I'm, I'm not like on crazy platforms right now. I'm just talking to my locals, you know. So thanks again. Um, It really means a lot because, you know, a lot of times um, it's just really easy to feel like you're doing something for no reason. Like nobody gives a shit. (laughs) There's no reason to be recording a podcast. Nobody cares what you have to say. Like you're wasting your time. All those thoughts I have so often you would not believe. And so I just want to really thank you from the bottom of my heart because any feedback that I get that's positive and like encouraging, I take that so seriously, like so seriously. And it, be, it becomes and transforms into a, some a type of fuel that gets me over those negative thoughts, whether they be rational or not. Um, it, it helps to hear, to hear the good stuff. And we're just going to get right into things. Today's kind of an impromptu podcast. I I'm a pretty real, like, I plan stuff out. Like, if I'm going to release a blog or or whatever, do some type of creative production of sorts, I, like, I plan that shit out, usually. And I have, like, a timeline. I have a list of topics. I have um, outlines for those topics. I do my research to back those topics, all of that stuff. But today, I just kind of felt like recording just to record. And... I wanted to talk about what to do or how to cope when you're having a shitty ass day. (laughs) Like, if you don't have shitty days, are you even human? Like, I want you to fucking contact me right now so that I can meet you and learn how you get by without having a bad day at all. You've got to. Everybody has bad days. And whether it's a bad day on the outside, which by that I mean like, you know, everything that's happening in your day is just like falling to shit. (laughs) Or if it's on your inside where everything on the outside looks fine, you have a nice flow to your day, you get all your stuff done, but on the inside you're having like an internal battle of sorts. I feel like those are the two types of bad days we can have. An outside bad day where it's like, it's literally a bad day. Like if you told someone the story, then they'd be like, yeah, that's a pretty bad day. But speaking of that, tangent, hashtag tangent. I'm just going to hashtag everything (laughs) just for fun. I think hashtags are silly Um, and it's funny to say them in real time. But anyway, speaking of that, something that drives me absolutely bonkers and I need to address it right now is when people compete, they compete to see who's the bigger sufferer. Who has the heart? Who has the heavier burden? That is something that drives me freaking insane. And those people that are just ready, like you say something like, man, my tire popped on the way to work today and it just really slowed up my day and like messed everything up. And then you have that person who's like, who's like next to you listening. Oh yeah, well, my dog died. So that, now I should feel worse than you because my dog died. And then even then freaking Debbie Downer McDownface on the corner is like, oh yeah, well, I lost my arm today. So how about that? I deserve to be saddest the most. 
like those type of competitions to me I as soon as someone's like that I'm like uh yeah I think we're done I think we're done here because I'm not trying to battle you to see who's suffering the most that's a terrible way to look at things and that's a terrible way to feel like well I'm suffering more than you are no I'm suffering more like who in their right mind wants to suffer more nobody nobody should want to suffer more just a side note if you're talking to me and you want to have a competition about who's having the worst time I don't want to have the conversation I don't want to have that conversation I'm trying to have a good time over here <laughs> even in the times that aren't as good as my I perceive them to be anywho back on the topic what do you do when you have a bad day so I um, I'm not gonna sit here and to give you a list top eight things you should do when having a bad day just because we're all so different and things that make me feel better are not necessarily guaranteed to make you feel better. And I encourage you through this, listening to this, if you feel inspired or what's whatever, that you should you know, start, start thinking about those things and observing yourself throughout the day and your lifetime to see what fills you. What is it? What makes your heart sing with so much joy? What makes you forget that time even exists? That is the biggest. I heard that one time, I think in some self-help book, if I could remember, I wish I could because I obviously want to credit whoever wrote it, but it's a common self-help theme to, uh, they say like, rebirth your inner child. Like that's how they say it if you want to get extra woo-woo about it. Rebirth your inner child. Discover the child within. And and so I say it and I'm making fun of it because it has become cliche and a little bit mainstream. But it is seriously sound advice. Like when I first heard that, I was like, what did I like as a kid? What, what did fuel my heart? I forgot. And you know what it was? A whole slew of things. The biggest one was making music and like figuring out how the guitar worked. I would spend hours and hours in my room to the point where my mom would like knock on the door and be like, you okay in there still? Like... You, sh- you should probably eat something. Are you hungry? Like, let me take care of you. And I was like, no, I got to figure out the guitar. I got to figure it out. I was so entrenched in that task that I didn't care about what time it was. I didn't care about what was for dinner. I didn't care about what Betty Joe or Billy said about me at school. I didn't give a crap about anything but getting through that music and learning the chords and making my own songs and practicing the things that I learned. I was so deep into that so there you have it that's one thing that I do when I'm having a crappy day I go home I sit down and I meditate for as long as I can tolerate really what I just do is a few breaths that's another thing I've got to do is breathing because what happens when we're having a bad day is that the the more and more irritated we become whether it's an outside or inside that drip of negativity from your inside or like it's the one thing that goes wrong and then the next thing that goes wrong and then by the fifth thing that's gone wrong we constrict ourselves internally and like on a physical level like our muscles get tighter wherever you happen to hold stress it starts to tense up and starts to fill up and we we literally constrict and contract and so when I, when, I, when I feel that, I'm like, oh no, I'm contracting, I'm restricting, I, I'm not paying attention to my breath at all, and I'm totally wrapped up in whatever chatter is going on in my brain. When I, have, when I realize that, I go, oh right, breathe. That's right, breathe. 
like, oh yeah. And I, especially I'm a big culprit of having negative self-talk. Like I grew up listening to that my whole life. No offense, mom. Love you. If you're listening, seriously, you know that we're on good terms. I love you so much. And you did what you could. You did your best. I get that. It's not like being a mother is the easiest thing on earth, especially given the circumstances you went through. But, you know, I, I watched that growing up and I didn't even realize that it influenced me until, um, till this like one, well, it was a, a culmination of, of kind of cues from the outside world that like, oh, you might be a little negative, yo. Like kind of why are you down on yourself so much and I wouldn't even realize it and now I realize it and then I used to, what I used to do I'd be like oh I know I know and then I would realize it and then I would get mad at myself for that which is even more negativity so I'd just be like trying to water negativity with negativity like it's gonna go away like, what the heck <laughs> that does not work so when I take the minute it's not even a minute you can do it well when you're it's easy to do after you've sat down and made it a point to to feel it It's easy to do on the go, but I definitely recommend having a sitting practice of some sort that has meditation and breathing involved. But now I just go right to my water breath. If you don't know what the water breath is, please visit my YouTube channel. You'll like it. It's so good. Well, I sound like a little, it's so good. Like my YouTube channel is the shit, yo. Go visit. But really, it's got some good advice on there, especially um, the most recent breathing videos there's four breaths on there that I go through and they all have a different effect and a different um it's just they're each different tool like if you're having if you're low you want something that's going to pick you up a little higher if you're too high you want something that's going to bring you down a little low lower so you can have like a nice middle ground so the breaths kind of vary in that way and how they affect you so the breath that I'm talking about please go visit it it's super good for dealing with emotions on the spot um, before they take you over and even after they take you over, and even while they're taking you over, this breath is like, it's great through and through, like the whole emotional process. And so if I can catch those negative thoughts, if I can catch my perspective and my reaction to things in life that aren't going the way I think they should go, then everything softens in my body. And when my body softens, my mind softens. And when my mind softens, the things that looked really, really bad or really, really irritating or really, really frustrating, the things that triggered me, I can see them a little more objectively because they're not clouded by the colors of emotion. So that's the, that's the biggest thing that I do when I'm having a bad day. And then, you know, I, I usually record these podcasts in my car um, on my way home or to work. And so I'm on my way home now. And it's taken me a long, long, long time to figure out how to do this. But, and I think that that is a, a common feeling amongst a majority of women. You know, I have, I've, I mean, this could be conditioning for all I know. I don't have any science to back this up, but there seems to be, whether it's conditioning or not, it's still a, a phenomena that we need to address. But it seems to be that women, we've either been told or we actually feel as though it's hard to disconnect and disassociate from different parts of our lives. Like we can't, it's hard for us to like turn off our work brain and turn on our home brain. Like as soon as we walk in the door, like, okay, ready, we're home, here we go. Like, no, for, for a lady, and I'm speaking mostly for myself and other women I've talked to and heard, it, 
what the, the natural thing that wants to happen is it wants to pour into everything. We pour all of ourselves into everything and mix it all up in a bowl. And so when we go home, we're still like reliving, replaying, reprocessing stories and experiences from work. And that energy, if we don't process it using a breath, using whatever coping mechanism you have that's healthy and, and life affirmative, if we don't process it on the spot, it builds up. And then we have some crazy need to process it when we're at home, even though we're not even in the environment that had stressed us out in the first place. So I've been working really, really hard to come home and to like just turn that story off. I did my work. I'm going to turn my story off and I'm going to put on a new story because I'm in a new place. I'm at home. I'm comfortable. There's no need to be stressed or feeling tense or anxious or anything like that because it's done. It's over. And so that's another big thing you can do if you're having a bad day is, you know, especially if it's in any case, actually, whether it's the inside bad day or outside bad day, if you can, the sooner you can do that before the events, the negative events or the events that you didn't like that happened pile up, the sooner you can do that, the better. Because imagine, you know, let me, let me just uh, relay a, a scenario or a story. So I'm driving, like I said, my, my tire popped, I went home after work and found my dog that died of heat stroke or something. I'm just making this up. It sounds like really dark, but it's got to because we're talking about bad days. And then I find out that I'm actually fired from my job because I forgot to do some important task and they don't want me anymore. And now I don't know how to pay rent and I'm like full. Okay, so all that stuff happens. What? The first thing you got to do is realize what is actually in your control and what's not in your control. And what's in your control, you can address and you can make better through action. What's out of your control, you kind of just need to process and get and figure out how to get through and try to implement some coping skill that helps you. But just say that actually that was like a bit of a dark example. Let's just say that you Okay, you did, have, you did get a flat tire, it made you late to work, and then you couldn't go train at your gym after, so you missed a really important class, and then, you know, like you stubbed your toe or something. So a lot of people will be like, oh my gosh, this happened, and then because of that, this happened, and then because of that, this happened, and now I stubbed my toe. And like, this has been the worst day. Just pile it on, right? But what if instead, when you got your tire, you had a flat tire or whatever, what if instead of telling yourself this story of because I got a flat tire, I, I'm having a bad day, that instead you said, hmm, I got a flat tire. How can I enjoy this opportunity? How can I enjoy being late to work? Maybe there's something pretty to look at or maybe it's a nice day and you have a moment to just stand there and, and enjoy the weather that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise because you're usually rushing to work in your car. Instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I was late to work and now my whole day's thrown off and I won't get to work out and now I'm a bad human and I'm going to have a bad day, you could instead think, huh, how can I use that opportunity of missing my workout class and, it, and how, can I use, how can I enjoy that? How can I change that around? Maybe instead of thinking, oh, I've had a bad day because I didn't make my class, you could think, well, now I have time to clean my apartment or now I have time to get X, Y, and Z done. There's always... The coin always has two sides. And a huge part of what we control is how 
is which side of the coin we decide to look at. So that's really all I have to say about having a good day or not. Personally, I did not think I had a good day. So I thought, why not do a podcast about what to do when you have a bad day? Because everybody has bad days and everybody makes mistakes. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about right now, you need to get on your Miley Cyrus game, okay? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, some other things that I do, I'll just kind of roll through them. I just got home and I need to like stop recording and handle my home business. But um, a few other things that you could do or that I like to do, working out always helps after work um, to process if I've had a bad day. It really is good to get my body moving and to get my blood flowing. Cause I think what, I mean, on a woo-woo level, your experiences get stored in your blood. And if your blood doesn't circulate really well, you know, when you get that blood moving, it kind of processes that energy and flushes it out. So you don't have to let it overcome you. The other things I like to do are, like I said, kind of sit down and meditate for a little bit. If you have a second, if you're in the middle of a bad day, uh, my favorite place to meditate is on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I do my meditation on the toilet. You trying to judge? That's fine. Go ahead. But next time you're taking a poop, you go ahead and get nice and deeply centered into your, into your internal chakras, and you will have the best poop you've ever had in your life, and you'll leave feeling refreshed and ready to conquer whatever's next. So that's what you can do. You can... Sometimes like even just washing my hands and face like with cold water kind of snaps me out of like I'm having a bad day feels and feels refreshing and it restarts my kind of my outlook a little bit. You can play guitar, make music, singing. I've really found like if you want to break up a bad day, start singing your favorite song. Just give absolutely no fucks and start singing it. I do it all the time at work and I'll like, I'm like belting to my patients like no, I have no shame because it makes me feel better. And if I feel better, then I'll be way more available to help my patients and my family and all the, any other responsibilities I have to do. So you can always sing. If you can't sing and you're like, I don't, I can't sing. I don't have a voice. Everybody has a voice. Surprise. If you didn't have a voice, you wouldn't be talking. So use it. It does not have to sound good. Even if you're just reciting the words in your head, like, the most recent song I was really in love with, right, was, um, At last, do doom, do doom, my love has come along, do doom, do doom, my lonely days are over, do doom, do doom, and life is like a song. I was singing that for a long time, just getting in the zone like okay I got my little beat in my head and I'm gonna get through whatever comes at me so those are a few things that you can do I really encourage you to visit my breathing thing it really um, can give you a lot of perspective on emotional intelligence emotional management um, you know how to get through a crisis if you're having one in the middle of the day <laughs> um, it's, I just, yeah, you should go look at it. Try them out. Let me know how they feel. Let me know if they help you. And let me do, know if they do what they say I say they're going to do. You know, if I say it's going to give you energy, did it? Like, let a sister know. 
always collecting feedback and evidence. So I think I'm going to stop it there. I hope that podcast didn't get too dark for you (laughs) with the bad days and stuff. And I hope that you can use one of those things that I talked about to make your day better. Even if it was great, it never hurts to make it better, right? What? Why would that hurt anything? Um, Yeah. So good luck. Good luck on your next day. If you're not having a great day, you know, how can you make it better? Number one, what would make you feel good right now? And how can you achieve that on, a, on maybe a smaller level? Because, you know, a lot of people will ask that, what can make you feel good right now? I don't know, a million dollars in a plane to Hawaii? Well, guess what? Let's be honest, that's not going to happen, boo-boo. Like, nobody gets a million dollars overnight unless they're lucky, okay? So how can we scale that down, you know? And maybe instead, you freaking have a solo luau at your house, and you buy some lays, and you put on your favorite skirt, and you play Hawaiian music, and you eat pineapple, and you're like, hell yeah, I feel better. I'm like, it's like I'm in Hawaii, and you have a, like, a cold bath or something with some tropical smells. Just some thoughts. <laughs> okay, for real, I'm done. Until the next time, please take very good care of yourself. I want your ears on this podcast, and those ears need to be happy, healthy, and strong. Again, I'm done. I say good day.